Welcome to Doing CX Right, a podcast where we discuss how to differentiate brands by doing customer experience right. I'm your host, Stacey Sherman, an author, award-winning keynote speaker, and mentor passionate to help you humanize business and improve experiences to achieve real results. Have you wanted to start a business and unsure how? Or create a side hustle, passion projects while you're working in the corporate world? Maybe you're pivoting completely to entrepreneurship and have fears and want to learn some important lessons for success now and into the future. Well, my guest today knows all about this firsthand, and I'm so excited to bring you a very smart man who is transforming the way we live and work. He shares his examples, his lessons, and we also dive into what other entrepreneurs and billionaires have done right that we can learn from. He started customer-centric companies and he knows so much about doing CX right. So take notes. I know you're gonna enjoy this episode. Please share it with others who can benefit. Subscribe to Doing CX Right podcast on your favorite channels and my newsletter because you'll get a ton of resources and tips to help you achieve your goals. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, Marcus. Welcome to the Doing CX Right Show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Oh, I have been following your content on social media. We've never met. We've never spoken. We started to like each other's content, and that's how we've come here. And the power of social media, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's really powerful. It's powerful, but what's important is that it's a reminder how you have to stand out from the crowd. And I'm sure you and I, you know, both get so much in our LinkedIn feed, you know, every second, it's just constantly content. But yet, as I said, for you, when you post something, I'm in it. I'm watching, I'm listening, I'm reading what you put out there. And thought leadership is just so incredible. So thank you for educating us. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I really like it. It's really a, a big opportunity with LinkedIn to connect with great people all around the world. And it's, it's so much fun also. Yes. And you're in Switzerland. I'm in the United States. So go figure. We would never have met otherwise, except for <laughs> social yeah. media. But let's get, to, let's get to you. Who, who are you? What do you do professionally? Yeah. So, so my name is Markus Kühnlein. I, I always tell the people I live in two different worlds. So on the one hand side, I, I'm still living in a corporate world. So that means um, classical industry where I do the digital transformation. That means changing the way it works. So creating new digital products or digital um, ideas and so on. A lot of change management. And on the other side, I work in, in the startup world, which is a more wild world and a more crazy world sometimes. And we, we started some years ago with, um, yeah, with some friends together to create startups. And yeah, that's where we are on the way at the moment. Well, you remind me 
the fact, and I'm doing the same, that we can do both. We can do both. It's not easy. But for people out there that want to start a passion project, a side hustle, do it. Don't wait. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You're totally right. Absolutely. Yes. That's another show, another day. So why are you so passionate? You've created multiple businesses, entrepreneurship, transformation. What's your passion? Why? Yeah, the, the topic is, um, it, it is fun. It is, um, I'm very curi- curious. I'm a curious person. I'm always interested in new things. I'm interested in learning, in, in growth, in new ideas. And also the, the topic is trying these ideas on a practical side. So trying things on the markets, not only in theory and only having it in, in a theoretical paper, but also doing it on the markets. And that was that's really what motivates me. And the other thing is we are a really global team. So our startups are not persons only from Switzerland. We are global and um, we are very diverse also from the backgrounds where we come from, from the nationalities. So we are very international. And, and that's also a lot of fun to work with people from all around the world and build startups. Yes, I worked for a company that was based in Switzerland, uh, Schindler Elevator Corporation at one time. And I tell you, I learned so much about culture not even leaving my desk because everybody around me was from different countries And so I learned about cultures and way of life because they came from different countries to the office in the United States. And it gave me such an appreciation as you're talking about to the diversity and the diversity of thought, different aspects of how you do business. Yes. So it's it's really a big learning. Yeah. It's it's also very interesting to see when when these cultures come together and and you discuss things, you have a different idea of things, and in the end you you find a better solution because you have more diverse um, thoughts coming together into one pot. And that brings um in the end really exciting ideas up from the ground. Yeah. One fun fact about Marcus, what might people not know about you? Yeah, I I tell you a fun fact. So I have um, built a startup with a person I never met in real life. And yeah, I think that's a fun fact. She lives in India, is lawyer. And I live in Switzerland. I'm a technology person and and business person. And there are some other people in, but I never met her in real life. I will meet her hopefully next month in Dubai. But um, I'm really excited about that to see her in real life. That is a fun fact. And again, the power of media, the power of digital. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And and we we met um, on LinkedIn. We we talked about I think more than a year about ideas, and in the end, we founded a company in Switzerland together. Oh, so let's get into that topic and more. First of all, this is the Doing CX Right show. So, what does CX customer experience mean to you? Yeah. So so it's 
it's very important in the end, customer experience. So I see it in the corporate world, but also in the, in the startup world. It's so important to have this connection to the customer, to understand the customer. And from my side, I am developing products. So, so that's in both worlds. And, and so if you don't understand what your customer needs, and if you don't understand really what, what's the key problem on your customer side, what is his in his mind, what is he thinking about, then you can't develop real good products. That's my mm. opinion. And, and that's mm -hmm. my experience, what I also see when I look, um, yeah, yeah, what's, what's happening out there. And when I look also from the technology point of view, we come often too strong from the technology side. And that's, that's happening still in companies that companies just go outside, they develop products, they bring it to the market, and they forget the customer. And in the end, the customer doesn't use the product because the customer was never involved. And, and that's happening still and every day. And um, that's why customer experience is so important and, and so valuable. And... What happens is I've worked with product developers in corporations and what happens, they have a timeline. They have a deadline. And here I come in as the customer experience leader and saying, no, 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 we need to move that timeline because we didn't get enough feedback along the process yeah. in pre-launch. And, and they're worried about the date. They got to make the date to launch. And I said, quality over speed. That's more important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I work with with customers from from very different industries. It's, it goes in all directions, but it's always the same. It's always important to involve them on the, and to discuss with them. And mm -hmm. I see it on the one hand side in, in the short term. So if you build some products like direct products, let's say that way. But in the startup world, we sometimes build let's say, future, future products. So it's more R&D. It's not yet clear if everything runs like this. It's a vision. It's a big idea and something you don't know if that will ever run. But you need customers to understand that. And you need open customers to discuss with them and to build together a kind of vision and, and future idea how this could look like in the future. And even there, it's important to involve customers. So for listeners, I'm going to dummy this down. It starts with concept validation. You have an idea. It doesn't exist. You don't even have it on paper. Sketch it out and show people. This is what I'm thinking of. Tell me your perception, right? And that's what you need before you start to invest money and resources. Yes. Is that what yes. you do? Yes, absolutely. That's that's also learning we had from from experience. Of course, you make things which are not working, and then you have some experience, and then you learn out of that, and you make it better. And and that's exactly what we experienced. And mm -hmm. also, in in the corporate world, we did in the past often also. Um, kind of design thinking sessions with customers together where we went together in a garage, locked the garage for one week and worked together on something. And yeah. after one week, we had some exciting outcomes and some ideas and the world was more clear than before. 
And that's so important to understand that. And I think there is a lot to do still in the future because so many companies don't understand that yet. Agree. So going back to your startups, you've created a few customer-centric companies. For listeners who want to start a business, we'll get to growing it after, but starting, how do you do that? Yeah. So so important is, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of things in the end. You, you need the right time. That's always important to have the right time, time when you start. You need the right team. You need funding. You need all that stuff. But here also customer experience plays a big role. And we also made some experiences in that way. So let me tell you a story. Um, when we founded Quarero, that's our student platform. So we connect students and companies. The background is you have as a company some kind of tasks to do, some problems, whatever. And you put them into this platform. That can be things like, I need a marketing video. I need a chemical analysis. I need programmers, whatever. And we connect you with the right students. So that's the basic business we do. And when we started, we said, okay, we build an app. So everybody uses apps. So we just programmed an app and we launched that app and we went to the first customers and showed them the app. And they told us, nice, we like that. Looks really good. Great idea. But we don't want an app. Sorry, we don't use that. We want a web platform and we want to have that integrated in our normal laptops, in our normal corporate systems. And that's much easier for us than always taking a smartphone, searching there and copying it and copying to the, the corporate systems and to the laptops. And yeah, can you build a platform? So what we did is we just killed the app and built a web platform. And that was a learning. And that's that's something we would have um, experienced when we would have gone first to the customer. And, <laughs> and that's why I think it's that important with the customer to work close with them. That's a perfect example and a, and a lead into what we were just talking about. You have to ask your prospects, those personas that would buy from you. Yeah. Do they have a, is there appeal to this service, to this product? Would you be willing to pay for it? Why or why not? So exactly. that's a great learning. Give me another learning. Yeah, we, we, so, so the startup is, in the end, we do um, kind of trials with our startups also. So we, we just start something and try it. And another trial was we, we um, worked in the construction industry and we built a system where we said, okay, um, we connect the trucks and loaders with IoT technology to a platform and we know then exactly where they stand, where they drive or if they do nothing at all. So if they just stand there. And um, the thing was then, um, we could then figure out if a truck, for example, is just standing for a week and the people would know that from the company and could perhaps offer that to another person or that another person could rent that truck. So that was the idea of the platform. And we also built there something already quite um, quite um, detailed, um, a technology, a web platform in that case. And then we went to also to the customers, discussed with the customers, and they were not ready for that. So, so they are 
quite conservative in that industry and they, they have not a technical um, basis for that. And so we noticed, okay, that's also a big learning. So, so um, if the industry is ready or not, it's important to know how far the industry is evolved in terms of technology, if they can even do that. And um, yeah, so always learnings, mm. always important. And, and that's, that's basically how you grow also then your knowledge and your startups and you learn with every step you do. And you get better every time. Yes. You have to start with a need. You're solving a pain yeah. point. Yes. So where does an entrepreneur start to understand the pain points? Because you have to develop something that's solving a problem. So what's your approach to that? Yeah, yeah. So so it's very important to what you say, start with the problem. Find out the problems. And and that's when you really go to the customers and and be on site also in their factories, in their offices and look what they are doing and, and look really what's happening there in their processes. What are their pain points? And sometimes mm -hmm. you just have to ask, what's your problem? And then it comes out like a flood sometimes um, with problems. And you have so many problems that you have to figure out again, what's the important ones. I want to emphasize to my listeners something so basic and so simple and yet often ignored. And you said, ask. Ask. Yes. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. We in business overcomplicate and it doesn't have to be. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely true. Yeah. So now we talked about understanding the pain point, the problem. Now, when you found the problem, how did you go about figuring out the solution? Did you have a process that others can benefit hearing? Yeah, so so what we do is um, also from the solution side, it, it's somehow a process that you you open up the ideas. That's very important to not focus on one solution and, and stick to that. So we always open up and do kind of um, yeah, methods to, to have a, a bunch of solutions. So not only one. And the idea is then to finding out of these many solutions, the really fitting one and the best one for the customers. I think that's, that's really important to not stick directly to a solution, step into the solution space and stay there, but also see all opportunities and then come back again and, and select really the, the most important ones. So in other words, are you saying start broad and then focus or focus, get yep. feedback and broaden? Which one? Yeah, so so we, we, we start broad. We, we go really into many solutions, look together also with the customers, what, what are the potentials we have? And then we focus, then we narrow it down and search the really fitting solution for the customers. Okay. And, and even if you look at, um, at, at what we do with the students, it's also a little bit in that direction. So the customers come often with an, an analysis and they come to us and say, okay, we need a, a 
uh, analysis for a system, we need to build an app or we need an analysis for a chemical product, whatever. And the students do that, but they often give the task to many students. So they have different views. So they, they see four or five different views of students and then they look at all and validate them and select the most fitting one for them. And this one is then developed with, with further students. So in your case, which many have, you have to get feedback from both a B2B business, who's right, the companies you're working with, yeah. and yeah. the students, that consumer. So yeah. you have two that you have to solve for. Yes, yes. That, that's quite complex sometimes because companies have a complete other mindset and students. And, and you have there also these generations who crash together. So you have the, often the old generation in the, in the companies and you have the very young people in, uh, coming from the student side and they are really bachelors, they are masters, they are PhD in, in all levels. And they have a, sometimes a complete different thinking. And um, some companies use that thinking very good to, um, yeah, to bring also innovation in. Not all companies are able to do that, but some use these new thoughts from the, new, uh, from the young generation to bring in these new ideas. And that's sometimes really helpful. And I also believe if you can come to a company or a business and show them how they can deliver a better customer experience, they're going to listen. Yeah, yeah, they listen, yeah. And, and also there, if we look at, for example, doing also posts on social media, some companies give their task to students. And the students are really, some are very creative with a different mindset, a different view, and they create very, very um, different um, posts than we would create. And that's also exciting to see just to use the new generation also to speak to the new generation. Yes. All right. Let's talk about one of your posts that I love. I have it in front of me, which is about advice from billionaires. So let's talk about a few of them. One of them was Warren Buffett. Good investments take time. What yeah. does that mean to you? That's the startup world. And startups means not doing something in half a year and be ready with everything. It takes time. And that takes years. And, and you always optimize. You need endurance. You need a long, long breath to do that. And um, that takes five years. That takes seven years. That takes 10 years. You don't know. But it's a long, long way. And that's very important. And even though it takes a long time, you have to also start. <laughs> yeah, you have to start. Very important. Yeah, getting started is, is so important. And for me also important is um, doing not only one thing. So we, we started many things. And that's why we think of, yeah, if, if something is running bigger, bigger, then we can grow that. But not all ideas will survive. So some ideas will stop again and then we stop it and then we focus on the other ones. I also like that you have done it while you're in a corporate job so that you can diversify your risk and, and your yeah, livelihood yeah. until, you know, that's, that's very um, comforting for probably people to hear out there because not everyone can just quit 
you know, quit and not have a salary come in right away. You you can balance both. You're doing yeah. it. Yes, exactly. That's that's the point. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about the next one. Oprah Winfrey, discover your passion. I love her. What does that mean to you? I I, I love that quote and I, I love this um yeah, this passion topic um because it's so important to follow your passion. And um, doing the things you love, is, it's so important to find these things and um, to, to grow them forward. And, and it's always what I also see, if you do something you love, it's so fast and so big than what you do. It's, it's, you, are, you are three times more speed than things you, you don't like to do. And, and I, I see it also with this uh, startups ideas. And we have one very fancy one at the moment. Um, it's Aviana. And there we, we built virtual avatars. So um, it's like virtual humans and you can talk with them and we connect them with classical corporate systems. So like uh, ERP, CRM, whatever system. And so you can just talk with the avatar and the avatar delivers you information. So it's also a new way of customer experience because do you want to have all the time your many emails and, and um, search your information in these systems and, and all these kind of things. So it's very difficult sometimes. So you just talk and that's still a research project, but that's also something which is fun and passion and energy for us. Yeah. All right, one more, because we're getting to the end here. So we have another uh, Jeff Bezos, delight your customers. Yeah, of course. That's super important. So, so always um, um, give also your customers inspirations and um, put them in into the front. So customers matter so much. So you need to understand them. You need them, put them on the front line and give them also inspiration and, and, and visions. Yes. And it speaks to the emotions. We're human beings with emotions. So when we can speak to those emotions and solve those pain points, people are going to buy, they're going to come back, they're going to refer. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And the last one I'm looking at, failure is okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's an important one. I think also in in general in corporate life, in startup life, wherever you work, it's always important to make failure and to learn out of them. And and only only as a startup or a company you will survive when you really learn out of your failure and then grow into new ways. That's so important for me. Mm. I read a book. It's called Do It Wrong Quickly. Okay, it resonates. That's yeah, that resonates. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Rapid fire questions here as we end. What is the best advice you've been given or you gave to someone else? Yeah, I, I would say it goes in the direction we talked. It's about passion and propose. So these two things matter a lot to me. So, so uh, having this passion is important. And then the other part is having a purpose also as a company. So why do you go up in the morning and do your job? It's important that you know it. And it's important that everybody in the companies knows that. Yes. Do you know Simon Sinek? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So he talks about that. Know your why. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. 
And, and that matters a lot. That's, that's so much motivating if you know that. Yes. If you could go back in time to your younger 20-year-old self, based on what you know now that you didn't know then, what would you tell younger Marcus? I would tell, start now with um, startups when you are 20. Start directly and um, start with side hustles and, and explore and go further with that. Because what we see is our education is mostly connected with going into the corporate world or going into the academian world. It's not connected with building a startup. And that's something I think is very important um, that you start early and then you learn more. And that's why I would advise start earlier. What if you don't have enough money? The money doesn't matter, I think. So what I saw is it's all about passion. It's all about energy. It's sitting on the weekends and just trying something and playing with it and then going outside and, and sell it. So it's, it's really something you learn on the fly and it's not about money in the first time. It's only when you grow bigger, then you need the investors. But starting, mm. you, don't, you need your brain. Mm. What's next for Marcus? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, in a in a transformation period at the moment. So I'm thinking to go fully into the startup world, and that's a very exciting thing for me. A big change, and um, mm. yeah, let's see what's happening in in some months and some years. Yes, and last question: If I had a ton of CEOs and leaders in my room right now, or entrepreneurs. People want to become entrepreneurs, all the above, in my room. What's the one takeaway you want them to remember? I, I would tell them, take more risks. And, and what I see, especially in the corporate world, we are always very, very settled. And we are, we, corporates, big companies make still a lot of money. And you are in a classical industry, you still earn good. But they don't forget often, they, they forget often the future. They forget that there is more, that you can build digital products, that you build, grow into new markets. And that's often people are risk averse and say, we have enough, it's okay. And there could be much more. Wow. Very inspiring, very hopeful, especially in a world that's super competitive and a lot of chaos. But it's, you've shown it, you've proven it, it works. Thanks a lot, Stacey. Thank you so much for being here. And I, in the show notes, I'll have uh, links to your social channels and ways to reach you because I know they'll want to. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Stacey. I love your podcast. Really amazing. Really oh. great to be here. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you will apply the lesson shared and also requesting if you would leave a review on Apple it would mean a lot. Head over to doingcxright.com to learn more ways to connect with me and improve your CX. Until next time, I'm Stacey Sherman, Doing CX Right.